bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. I love to read how people have changed their lives, the type of changes they made, how they did them, why they did them, what the health issues they were having, and also how to do it in a balanced way that makes them not go completely cuckoo. So I am so excited to have the wonderful Phoebe Lapine. Her book is The Wellness Project, How I Learned to Do Right by My Body Without Giving Up My Life with 22 Inflammation-Fighting Recipes for Clear Skin, Better Digestion, and a Thriving Thyroid. Hey, Phoebe. Hi, thanks for having me. It's so great to have you on the show. I loved your book. I, you're number one, you're really funny. <laughs> you have a great sense of humor. <laughs> and it was sort of like just hanging out with a girlfriend and just chit chatting and be like, okay, tell me everything that you did. And you know, so many of us will have a rash, or there'll be something going on with our skin or something external. And you know, you go to a mainstream doctor, and they'll give you a cream or something. But you had been doing that for a long time. And you came to a point of like, okay, something is actually causing this. Can we like look at that? <laughs> so talk to us about this journey. Yes, absolutely. So I was actually diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, when I was 22. And it was by my, my regular childhood doctor, um, which is lucky in many ways because most doctors don't even do a, a comprehensive thyroid panel um, that you need to diagnose the autoimmune um, version of a thyroid condition. Um, so she diagnosed me and, you know, told me it was no big deal. I would just have to be on a pill for the rest of my life. And for whatever reason at the time, I, I wasn't, you know, into holistic wellness. I was in starting my career in food, but it didn't have any sort of, of health perspective to it. But for whatever reason, I just heard that diagnosis, heard that recommendation and, you know, decided that I did not want to sign up for that. So, um, I did what any, you know, really mature 22 year old would do in my shoes. And I pretended the conversation never happened and went on living my life. Um, so in kind of the years that followed, my symptoms really started to, express themselves. And they were symptoms that I didn't really know were, were correlated to this autoimmune disease because they weren't necessarily explained to me. It was just the solution that was explained and that solution was a pill. Um, so it took me a long time to kind of, you know, get on board and start exploring more holistic methods. And then throughout, one of the symptoms was I was getting this horrible face rash, as you mentioned, um, something called perioral dermatitis, which um, those who are familiar will recognize as, you know, a super fun, um, kind of like pixelated um, condition that kind of forms around your nose and mouth. And, you know, because of the disconnect, um, between my disease and between that, you know, I didn't necessarily know um, that one was causing the other, that, you know, it was just a representation on the outside of, you know, the inner chaos that was happening on the inside. So, yeah, my dermatologist just, you know, offered me antibiotics, offered me, you know, steroid injections, creams, the whole nine yards. And eventually, um, kind of with, without the ability to get this, <laughs> this one piece of the puzzle to go away, it kind of became the catalyst for a larger aha moment. Um, that everything I was doing <laughs> with regard to my health was was just wrong, even though a lot of it was right on paper. Um, so I decided to take a step back and um, took a little inspiration from Gretchen Rubin's book, The Happiness Project, and I decided to create this kind of 
crazy year-long curriculum for my health, um, where really I would just focus on making one change one month at a time. And also focus on, you know, some of those changes being beyond food, because I think being a chef and someone with a culinary background and, you know, point of view, that was where, you know, my mind mainly went. And diet can be kind of, you know, it, it can be a huge um, catalyst for change, but it can also be a pitfall and make us feel a lot of guilt and obsession and shame. So, um, yeah, the curriculum really was to cover kind of like 360 wellness, everything from hydration habits to sleep to taming stress, um, and how each of those pieces of the puzzle really impacted my my autoimmune disease for the better or worse. You know, one of the things that you, you write, which I thought was, was so right on, you write, uh, hedonism is missing from uh, food, excuse me, is missing from health protocols. And I can't read my own writing. <laughs> I took a bunch of notes. <laughs> in the book. Like, what, what, what would I write? And it's true, you know, it's like you, you want to have a little bit of fun. But was something that was interesting was you had recently begun dating somebody and you're trying to have fun and drink wine and go out and eat whatever and snuggle in bed and, you know, that, that part's great. But you know what I mean? Like with the food and everything. And it's tough, right? Because uh, for a while you were still wearing heavy makeup and not really telling him what was going on because you don't want to burst this romance bubble. But at the end of the day, you have to be you and you have to share what's happening. Talk to us about that. And how do you balance whether it's a relationship, kids, work? doing all this stuff. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. So um, I didn't say in my, my long spiel about how this project came to be. But yeah, the, the yeah. idea behind it wasn't actually to become my healthiest self. Because um, I kind of felt myself, you know, swinging from one side of the pendulum, which was denial in those early 20s. But then once I started exploring holistic health, I did feel myself, you know, swinging a little bit too far the other side. And in the obsession side. And so it was really just kind of a way to self-experiment and to figure out, you know, like which of these health practices are actually worth my time, money, and energy, because we can't all be perfect. The wellness world is mushrooming, which is great, but it also means that there are just so many things that to choose from, which is great because you can truly find, you know, pick and choose the ones that work for you. But I think in some of the messaging and in our inboxes and these listicles, it can start to feel like should. Um, so, yeah. And then I really, you know, the reason why I wanted to write, you know, a memoir, not just kind of a, a how-to health book, A, because I'm not a doctor, but B, is because I felt <laughs> like this kind of personal narrative of what was missing from all these health books I was reading. Um, I didn't feel like any of these doctors, both my own and like the ones whose writing I was reading, were acknowledging the fact that it's not always easy to fit health into our everyday lives. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when we consider all of these other aspects of wellness, financial wellness, social wellness, um, there can be several cons <laughs> in, in that column <laughs> that maybe... Um, maybe will indicate that it's not worth your time. So, yeah, for me, some of those things, as I, like, kind of evaluated each of these changes according to the lens that I call healthy hedonism, um, was really, you know, some of the things that my new relationship impacted, like my ability to switch to natural makeup products, um, or to go make it free completely, you know, some of these things I had to really dig deep into myself and say, okay, well, what is the underlying insecurity here? Is it actually worth it? 
you know, are these things deal breakers in your relationship or is perhaps like a certain level of acceptance going to be a deal breaker for you or what have you. So um, anyway, the book is kind of like an internal monologue, internal conversation about kind of all of these hard choices I had to make because, you know, even saying I'm going to sleep for eight hours a night for a month, you know, involves a lot of hard choices. When you, you know, dedicate more of your time to one thing, you're in inevitably taking time away from something else. Um, so in terms of my relationship, uh, spoiler alert, we're still good. <laughs> but Yay! there were definitely um, some, some speed bumps along the way. And it's true. I mean, there's so much research that indicates that, um, you know, having a fitness partner or workout buddy is so beneficial for your health, but also like our significant others by way of, you know, their habits just kind of having a halo effect on yours um, can either like boost you up to a higher health plateau or, you know, drag you down sometimes. So um, I had to just be a little bit, um, I had to kind of get over the idea of being the cool girl, which, you know, if anyone's read Gone Girl, they'll understand that reference. Um, and just yeah. be a little bit more more selfish when it came to my health. Oh, I think that is so right on. You know, one of the things that I love in the book, there's so many, is uh, balancing your beauty budget. And I think it was so smart to, like, look at what you can get. And, like, those, you mentioned the uh, Dr. Hauschka Foundation. Mm -hmm. uh, you say something you planned on wearing six days a week. Um, you know, it does feel like it's, it, it is a different investment than getting the $12 one, right? But it's better for your skin. It's better for your health. It doesn't have all the crap in it. But like going toxic free on everything, like every sheet, every curtain in your house, you know, like there's there's a point where we just can't afford it, right? And so you have to make those mm -hmm. choices. So I like that you point that out because I think there is a cost thing. There is a socioeconomic thing to this. I mean, yes, we can go buy beans and we can get, if you like brown rice, right? Whatever, you know, you, grains you like in bulk or you can shop at the farmer's market. I mean, there are ways to get around it with some of the food, but some of these other things are very costly. Absolutely. And it is all in terms of, again, like your priorities and what you feel like budgeting. In terms of the beauty stuff, you can absolutely do it over time. And I did actually find, you know, ways where, you know, the costs besides just the health benefits were justified. Um, for instance, like a lot of natural products I actually realize are smaller size-wise um, because they're more concentrated and they actually do last longer. And a lot of the cheap stuff at the regular drugstore if you look at the ingredient list, the main ingredient is water. So you're actually yep. <laughs> paying for something where the primary ingredient is free for those manufacturing it. And it's kind of just this filler um, that bulks up the product, makes it appear to be lasting longer, but isn't actually. Um, and I've actually, I've been so happy with the products that I got. And I did, you know, invest upfront in a lot of them. But for those who want to make the transition slowly, you can just switch them out, you know, as you use things up. And that goes for anything in your house. Um, but yes, you do not have to throw your sheets away in your curtains and get a new couch. Sadly, everything is toxic, probably has <laughs> some capacity. But again, it's not worth stressing about. Um, there's only so much we can control without driving ourselves crazy. Um, and I'm a firm believer, kind of prior to this project, and certainly after having gone through it, that stress is a way more toxic ingredient than anything you'll find in your conventional makeup bottle. 
Oh, yeah. It's so true. Well, talk to us a little bit about some of the other things. I know you started drinking lemon juice with water. There's a cheap, inexpensive thing we can all do in the morning. What are some other things that you put into this? Absolutely. So a lot of the things you. are free. Um, for the, the stress-busting one, I took up meditation, just tried to sit for 20 minutes every day, and um, also journaling, another free practice. It was kind of about formulating a morning routine that would set me up for the day ahead versus just rushing mindlessly into the day and waking up. I mean, not waking up, well, <laughs> waking up partially at my <laughs> desk to, you know, a sure. half-drunk coffee cup next to me and like no pants on, which did happen often <laughs> as a freelancer. Um, other people hopefully with that job do not identify with that. Maybe just the coffee cup. Um, yeah. So yeah, those two things. And then other areas, of course, sleep is free, but it's also easier said than done. So I kind of had to dig into um, the real root cause of my insomnia, which was something that had you know, bothered me for many years, um, and invest in actually just uh, an ebook online on uh, CBT cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia. Um, and then, That's actually, great. speaking of water, another area that actually did cost money, but um, I think is actually something that's really affordable for the long term is that as I kind of dug deep on, you know, how much water I should drink. I then eventually got to the question of what type of water I should drink and um, started to discover, you know, unpleasant truths about what's in our tap water. And actually, it was, it was right before the whole Flint, Michigan crisis. So mm-hmm. that just like added, you know, fuel to the fire in terms of, you know, us being able, us being forced to take, you know, the purity of our water into our own hands. So I actually think that buying a water filter for everyone is a really good idea, um, especially versus buying bottled water, which is, you know, problematic for the environment, but also oftentimes, you know, not that different from regular tap water, just more expensive and in a cuter outfit. Um, But if you get, (laughs) you know, an attachment for your sink, it costs $100 and you have to change the filter once a year uh, versus, you know, a lot of these pitchers, which... Um, are maybe $30, but you have to replace the filter every two months in theory for them to actually do their job. So it kind of adds up to the same amount of money and it's like far less annoying and also more effective. So on my site, uh, feedmephoebe.com slash shop, I have some of my recommendations from the book or they're, they're also in the back of the book in the resource section. But I think, yeah, just getting a water filter is such a simple hands-off way um, to set yourself up for success at home in terms of eliminating some of those unwanted, unconscious toxins. Yes, that makes so much sense. You know, I, I wanted to mention our sponsor today. That's it. I don't know if you've heard of uh, That's It products. They have wonderful fruit bars. And I should say now they have wonderful veggie bar. Uh, That's It veggie bars. They're really good. I, I told the story recently that my family and I had gone on this uh, trip to this family camp over the summer. It was our first vacation ever. It was for... Um, Families have kids on the autism spectrum, and we all came home, you know, we're very tired, but excited. It was great. And there's this huge box. It was amazing. I opened it up, and there's all these cool bars in it, and there was a bean and carrot bean and corn beans and kale beans and peas, and I'm thinking, is this going to be like a soft bar? Like, how do you put these things into a bar? Well, somehow, honestly, Phoebe, they're amazing. Okay, so first of all, they have the texture of like a Rice Krispie treat, so they obviously do something cool to the beans where they 
I, I'm guessing they dry them or they, you know, because I've had bean pasta, which I'm like a huge fan of. I always love mm-hmm. uh, my white bean pasta. But when you cr- bite into it, it's got a little bit of sweetness. It's crunchy. And then you've got the carrots, the corn, the kale, the peas. The beans and peas are my favorite. This is a full serving of vegetables, non-GMO, gluten-free, really, really tasty. It's a great thing to just throw in your bag, throw in your kid's lunch. There's, you know, non-allergenic, the whole nine yards. And they uh, have four grams of fiber, and they're really tasty. And the the crunch was such a nice surprise because I I – don't eat a lot of crunchy things, I guess. I'm like, wow, this is really fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to give a big shout out to them. I hope people will try them because they're really yum it, yum it, yummy. That's it, veggie bars. Now, if you go to their site, uh, that's it, fruit.com slash veggie dash bars, or just go to that's it, fruit.com. And if you type in talk healthy on the code, you will get a discount. So be sure to check them out. All right. We only have a few minutes left. So I wanted to ask you, did you ever feel like there was a month where you were like, I can do more? Was it hard to hold back sometimes? You're like, this is this lemon water thing's going great. Maybe I should do something else. <laughs> I know you did well, more than just that. that. Kind of when you know I, what I, I mean. bounced into 2.0. Yeah. Like for instance, the yeah. water month. Um, so the general mm-hmm. quota for drinking the right quote unquote amount of water for your body is to take your body weight um, converted yeah. into ounces. So the, your number body weight in ounces and divided by two. So if you weigh 120 pounds, you have to drink 60 ounces of water a day. That for me, I love water. That for me was really easy. <laughs> and that's kind of when <laughs> I started to drill down to, you know, what? Well, okay, well, if that's, you know, an easy habit, something that's going to stick, then, you know, how else can I improve this even further? Um, so yeah, there were absolutely examples when I went the extra mile and there were also examples when I probably bit off more than I could chew (laughs) to begin with. Um, or I guess kind of one example exercise month was a 1.0, 2.0 example, but 1.0 was just trying to get 30 minutes of movement in every day. And then I graduated to trying to have as much diverse movement as possible. And that's when I really dove down the rabbit hole of the crazy boutique fitness movement um, in urban areas like New York and trying everything from, you know, cardio kickboxing to hip hop to a weird trampoline class, all sorts of things. And honestly, with that 2.0, I probably took it a step too far. And I was extremely <laughs> exhausted by the end of the two weeks. And, but, you know, could have safely conclude by the end, okay, I'm a yoga and Pilates girl and the rest of this is just you know, not going to work for me. So we've retired. We've retired the class pass um, <laughs> membership oh, that and is just so... sticking to the simple stuff. Oh, good. You know, we only have a few minutes left. I'd love to share some of your recipes. You have a golden milk chia pudding with cinnamon yogurt. Now, I don't do dairy. So I made this with the Greek, I mean, excuse me, the coconut milk yogurt, and it was mm. really good. Oh, I'm yes. so glad. Yeah, I that coconut milk yogurt ginger. is mm. great substitute. Isn't that nice? Mm, it's I love really it. nice. What so are some of your favorite recipes mild. in the book? Mm, you know, yes. well, I don't know if you don't do dairy, if you do meat, but um, the turmeric chicken recipe mm. is such a slam dunk. I've made it, you know, I've made a lot of these recipes um, throughout book tour. I, I'm a culinary instructor as well. So I've been doing a lot of classes around them and the turmeric chicken, cool. it's so simple. It's less than 10 ingredients. You just throw it. It's like a casserole. You just throw it in a pan and bake it for a while. 
but it's such a sleeper recipe. Something about there's lemon juice, there's a little white wine in there, and mm. just the turmeric and ground ginger when they come together. Quite magical, if I do say so. And there's golden beets in there, which I think people don't cook with enough. And so the kind of orangey color from that just adds to the, the orange hue of the turmeric, and it's quite beautiful as well. So be careful of your marble countertops if they're white. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Phoebe, how long would it say, would you say it said for you to feel pretty darn good? Um, I mean, it was like how many I'd say that I took the the slow and steady route up Hell's Mountain and I really did. I mean, there was no (laughs) real kind of wake up along the way where I was like, ah, and my health is restored. Um, No, it happened in real life and it was completely gradual, kind of in the same way that my unraveling was very gradual as well until one day I realized, oh, this is like a really sad state of normal. Um, But I'd say probably like three quarters of the way through my project, um, I got blood work done and I won't spoil, you know, some of the reasons behind this, but um, basically my numbers had been just chronically off you know, the better part of a decade, I was like an ironically, chronically malnourished chef. Um, they were, you know, like a normal person. And I did a double take and thought that maybe they had mixed up my lab results with someone else. Um, but no, truth be told, I, when you have an autoimmune disease, anything can set you back. And um, my numbers, you know, for, for the thyroid stuff are, are not always perfect. Um, they're kind of a moving target. And now I more think of it as I have this self-care toolkit in my back pocket and I'm able to, to slow down in certain ways and boost myself in certain ways depending on what, you know, my situation is, both with my thyroid or anything else that ails me. And that's just kind of that path forward that I was after from the beginning. And you've been able to maintain it, which is so good because you made it realistic. Exactly. Exactly. Because I wasn't trying to be perfect. (laughs) Yeah. See, perfection is is not the way to go. All right, Phoebe, the way to go is to your website. So tell us all the ways we can find you on social media. Yes. So on social media, I'm at my name almost everywhere. So at Phoebe Lapine on Instagram um, and Twitter. And then Feed Me Phoebe is my blog, and you can find that at feedmephoebe.com. As I mentioned, there's a shop section. There's also um, a book page, just backslash book, and that's where you can find out all the information that you could possibly need on the Wellness Project and also where I'll be traveling for tour because I am on the road this fall. Oh, exciting. Oh, that's great. You know, I'd love for you to come back. I have a Foodie Friday show uh, on Talk Healthy today as well. And and we could have a blast talking about all the cool stuff that you're doing. Thanks for listening to Talk Healthy today. I love this show. I also love That's It Veggie Bars. Be sure to check them out. That's it fruit.com. Get 10% off when you type in the words Talk Healthy. Keep listening to Talk Healthy today and stay well.